good afternoon from the mirror the odyssey within this episode is about a tribute to the greatest hip-hop artist that ever lived and you know who that is born june 16th 1971 Tupac Shakur. In 1993, I met Tupac at the mall. This is before a show he had in Leland, North Carolina at Club New World. He was full of energy and had a lot to say in a short period of time. I don't remember much about the conversation. I just remember his energy and him moving around a lot. And I'm looking at him like he's crazy. But I didn't know that I would get a call from one of my homeboys that work at Club New World. And he's the same person um, that was the greatest Tupac fan. All he ever talked about was Tupac. I was sick of him talking about Tupac. But on the night, I did get to do security for Tupac. And this was, I believe, I want to say August 93. Um, that's my best recollection. It was a crazy night, wild. In all my years of experience in security, I've done security for governors, uh, other hip hop stars. Actresses, actors, uh, so many, too many to name. It's something I've done for the last 30 years. So I consider myself somewhat of an expert. And I can just tell you that uh, I didn't really become a fan until after a Breakup. I think it was the Thug Life album uh, with Barry Me and G came out, and I would just play that. That was my that was my get over my woman song. Um, I think even previously before that, I remember going to see Poetic uh, Poetic Justice with him and Janet Jackson, and I wasn't even supposed to go to that. I wasn't even supposed to go to that um, movie. We were going to see another movie. We ended up seeing Poetic Justice. It started making me think about even my own book. I believe it's patterned after my own book. You know, it's it's just crazy that I even. Um, end up liking this great artist uh, I didn't you know you don't appreciate somebody till they're gone but actually I became a fan after Barry Me and G it was God I just a great song and then I began to listen to his other stuff but I think it was really um, Me Against the World great album when he was in prison and I became even a, a bigger fan. And then 
in 19, uh, then in 95, you know, the release of the double album, All Eyes on Me, and then my favorite album is Machiavelli. Uh, he sort of gives us an insight to his life and he gives you the essence and all of him within the framework of his music, movies, uh, poetry. He's a phenomenal artist, phenomenal person. Uh, deserves a lot of credit uh, for giving the blueprint to other artists today on how to brand themselves. An extraordinary person who was an icon and when he passed globally, people all over the world loved Tupac. There was a difference between him and Biggie. When, when Big, you know, Biggie um, just didn't live long enough and produce enough of a catalog uh, to me to be called the greatest hip hop artist of all time, rapper. Biggie was great, absolutely great. He just didn't live long enough to. Um, really give us that catalog in my and I think lyrically Tupac is amazing and it's not what he says it's how he says it he makes you feel it I am the same way I am the same way if you look at my poetry it, it's a lot like Tupac he's, he's the guy that he's my mentor in that aspect of this life and it's like he's still here when I listen to his music is he, he put together a catalog he he had this feeling he was not gonna be with us very long he, he predicted even how he would how he would die and I've learned not to focus so much on death but on the the great things that life can bring you and do for you. I've been amazed in my life of how when you accentuate the positive, you know, it goes a long way with karma and the things that happen to you. Um, I would say on that night, September 13th, September 7th, 1996 I would have definitely it could have been September 6th I definitely would have handled Tupac in a different way I would have made sure if he traveled anywhere he was in the middle in the back and I would have the biggest guys around him um you know, he's window down, as you can see, um, in the last photograph that was taken of him. Just the carelessness. He, he should not even been allowed to fight that guy. You know, you have to watch your artists. You have to watch the people 
that you're securing, it was just a lack of security. There's no way. You know, death Row thought they were untouchable, but you can always be touched. If the people want to touch you, they can touch you. And when I look at a lot of these celebrity deaths, when you go back to Prince, Michael Jackson, such a waste. Because they were so great at what they did, just like Tupac. And Tupac did it in a short 25 years. Michael Jackson passed right before 50 and Prince after 50, but still had much more to go and much more to give us. Um, they should have been protected better. You can't be around yes people. You've got to have no people in your corner. And in the position that they were in, they didn't protect them. And every time I've done security for people, you got to know what to do. Everything. I, I did security for Michael Jordan. I was with him for eight hours. I was right with him. I had his itinerary. I walked around with him. This was 1995. And I can tell you that you know, it's something that you think about. you got to take your existence, especially if there are those out to get you, you have to really be on your A game. Because th th this is crazy. It, it just never ends. And when I look at Tupac's influence and his greatness, people still talk about him today. Still, most of the things I see on YouTube and all these YouTube shorts and TikTok, it's a lot about Tupac. A lot of people influenced by Tupac. He was uh, just one of the greatest entertainers to ever walk this earth. And his poetry was just so amazing. I mean, super amazing. You know? I mean, just super amazing. And, I mean, I go back to probably his favorite, my favorite poem of his. And, and it's just, uh, uh, it's the rose that grew from concrete. Um, it really inspires the mirror of the odyssey within. It inspires that, that, uh, battle within yourself that the most of your issues are within you and how you handle things how you control the narrative and, and let's examine the rose that grew from concrete and this is all Tupac you know this is all Tupac um, the rose that grew from concrete by Tupac Shakur. Did you hear the rose that grew from a con from a crack in the concrete? Proving nature's law is wrong, it learned to walk without having feet. Funny it seems, but by keeping its dreams, 
It learned to breathe fresh air. Long live the rose that grew from concrete. When no one else ever cared. That's Tupac. He's talking about the people, the worst in the areas of poverty that came, that, that had virtually nothing that came up to be something. And that was him. You know, he was just... An amazing person. I hear Marlon Wayne has talk about him. And they said, well, Tupac was too different. No, they said that was all Tupac. He said Tupac was one of the most genuine people he ever met. He was real. He kept it real. And if he loved you, and, he, and, and, and there was some loyalty there, and he knew you were loyal to him, and he was loyal to you, you were good. Just don't ever cross him. You know, he was just one of the most amazing people. To ever walk this earth. And he gave. So much of himself to others. His work ethic was. Just. Beyond. His thoughts were beyond. He told you about Donald Trump. In 1992. He told you. What. You were going to be seeing. He was almost the Nostradamus of his time. He came. His mother was a black panther who taught him all the principles. Who beat her court case while pregnant. She would have to have served life. With the, she, she beat her court case. You, I, I'll let you read about that. Because there's a documentary coming on. I believe the 21st. But it really is going to reflect on his mother. She was a great woman. She got hooked on drugs and, and Tupac said it. Even though you was a crack fiend, you always was a black queen. And I take that to every woman, especially black women. I give them the most love. And support. Because like I said. I saw my mother. Who was the greatest mother in the world. Really hold her head up. She. She taught this this man. I had a father and a stepfather. She taught me how to tie a tie. She taught me how to drive. She taught me how to treat a woman. She taught me so many things. How to be respectful. How to be kind. She made me the man I am today. When they say a woman can't raise a man, that's not true. It's a dedication that you have to be that parent. Even coming from a two-parent household, to be the parent. To make sure your kids are covered in every way that you give them. Because her father gave her that as a woman. She empowered her, made sure she could always make her own money and take care of herself. To the day she died, she could take care of herself financially. You know, she had enough, and so she made great money. But she was much more than that. Um, recently, I go to the Museum of the New South. I 
thought I had taken care of where I can go down and see her exhibit that was in storage. It's the Harvey B. Gantt Museum. And I was talking to African-American women who worked there and ran that. And it was there was no communication from them. I had to go down there and just ask, could I go? I'll, I'll find my mother's exhibit. And it's, it's, it's as if they didn't care. I'm talking to black women about a black woman who gave to her community everything she had and was she was great. And it just didn't even or wasn't even given anything. And I was so hurt. But I held mom I held up because I know my mama was always with me. But I just wanted to get a picture of exhibit. Just before my 53rd birthday, I was with uh, my favorite person in this whole wide world, and she was hot. She was very angry. And I just told her, no, my mama said, it's going to be okay. We'll be fine. And I walked out there with dignity in class, but I didn't understand. I went to black woman about a black woman, and they didn't care. But if it was their mother, I bet they would have cared, you know, this life, as I look at Tupac's life, he was saying so many things to us. He was giving us the blueprint and the plan about our existence. I mean, you know, just recently, I was at TGI Fridays, and I've gone twice there. And I looked at my bill. My bill was like $54. And they charged me a tip that I didn't authorize. Because I left the tip blank. I paid in cash. So someone helped themselves to $30 from my checking account. And then there was a night previously I went that I spent $63. And... Someone helped me to 10, they helped themselves to $10. So $40, they ripped me off in a tip. And I could have tore that place up. But I knew I had to be dignified. And I did it. And I got my money back. And it was sad that you have to steal from somebody who works hard like me, who loves like me, so I can just imagine how Tupac felt when people ripped him off musically and the passion that he had and in his young age where he was kind of wild. I was wild too. I had to grow. When you grow older, you just get a little bit more calmer. Life is so much different than it was. It's. that kind of existence that you can parlay into the gifts that Tupac brought the world. A friend of mine told me when he was overseas um, he said when Tupac died I mean they people just all around him 
I believe he might have been in Russia, and they said they were just talking about Tupac and how much crying and how much they loved him. I think he got transferred somewhere else a couple weeks later, and then and this was he went from Russia, then he went to the Middle East, and then he tells me they're still talking about Tupac. They were fine weapons. I mean, they just loved Tupac. And I just didn't think he gave, he got the flowers he deserved when he was here. And I think in all our lives, we have to learn and understand we got to give people those flowers and love that they really, um, um, I think it would be great that they just could be a part of that, you know? That they could be a part of that. You know, a couple of my episodes, I ain't mad at you. It's dedicated, in, in a way. It's one of my favorite songs. And I had to, I think he was applying it to a lot of people. I think if he had lived, he would have, the beef with Biggie would have been done. I do believe that. He did, he had already made peace with Nas. And the East, you know, first West was just, it was media. It was one man against another man. And what it went down. He was basically saying to Biggie, you know, you're supposed to be my friend, man. I taught you these rules in the game. I br- I would let you blow up my shows. And you were very talented. He, he said, hey, I told you, you know, when you come to the music, you got to make some music for the ladies. Because the guys will buy it for the ladies. And you still got to make some music for the homeboys. He gave you the blueprint. <laughs> Puffy idolized him. Tupac. He wanted to... And if you look at how he would always want to uh, date women that Tupac used to date. You know, Tupac was wearing the Versace and all that stuff. All those guys were wearing it. So, he was that guy. But he doesn't get it today. You talk about these other artists, none of them have ever compared to Tupac Shakur. And I'm going to give him the proper tribute today. Because he's that great. He inspires me today. As a 53-year-old man. When you see me do my videos. It comes from Tupac. You know. It comes from Tupac and obviously my mother. Who was so great. And. it's It's just. You know. Give the people the flowers when they're here instead of when they're gone. You know, it's it just bothers me to my core uh, when we don't do that. You know, it, it really hurts me. It really does. And I'm, I try to give everybody, um, you know, the benefit of the doubt. 
when dealing with this world and this life. Because I'm, I'm just an advocate of making sure you know that, I, that you are loved and that I'm here for you no matter what. No matter what goes on in this life. And so, you know, I just want to make sure that, you know, we understand that Tupac was really a person to be honored. Um, I remember I did a poem that is, was really a take from the rose that grew from concrete. And it's called Stop From Me. I roared from the silence of a new day. I screamed from its agony and pain. Cause where I live, there ain't no trees, no flowers to see, no plants that grow from concrete. Only bars filled with disease, locks with no keys, drugs, violence, and death surround me. Maybe you would like to live in my community. I see you pass by, but you never stop for me. And I'm the person I want to stop for you. I'm stopping right now for Tupac today. That he needs to be given more credit, more his flowers, and a lot of other things. You know? And that's what I'm all about. And you can hear the instrumental staring through my rear view. And, you know, the mirror of the artist within comes from that. You know, his branding, his great detail, his work ethic, amazing. Touched so many people over this whole wide world. If I could just touch one person that I have and, and, and made this situation better, that's the greatest feeling in the world. Worth more than any money you could ever give me. And I am just elated to be back with this podcast to, to give the love that you guys deserve. My listeners are so important to me. To be on Spotify for podcasters is a dream. And I have done my due diligence. I've given you my life story. Soon to come out. My publishing company. Well, the first, you know, the first is you. I'm the artist. You know, volume two of the Mirror of the Odyssey Within is coming soon. And I really hope that you enjoy it. Because it's what I do. It's how I am. I met someone in 1993 that inspires me today. That inspires me today. And wow. 
Wow. I mean, you know, inspires me today. That's Tupac. I I can't express it anymore. I just want to give give him the tribute that I think he deserves. He hasn't gotten yet on award shows and everything else. You know, you know, not comparing. A lot of people get a lot of credit out here, but not him. He was really, I mean, you could look at a guy named Jay-Z, billionaire and all that. He still doesn't have as much effect on people as Tupac did. All the money and influence in the world, he still can't touch Tupac. That was one of the most charismatic individuals to ever walk the first, the most confident, probably the loudest. But he would, he would give you these stories. And... You know, he would give you these stories about his life and and we're going to end this podcast in the last minute, you know, one more time for the greatest hip hop artist, entertainer, poet, one of the greatest men to ever walk this earth. God met in 1993. One of the three people that I met in my life that I wanted to meet. My bucket list is done. This tribute is done. And I want to thank the most important person to, about this tribute. Tupac Shakur.